the man who gave us zombies. Last summer, I drove to Westminster, Maryland in search of anything I could find related to the life of a man named William Seabrook. I'd become fascinated with Seabrook one night during an insomniac crawl through ever-narrowing passages of the internet, when I stumbled upon a description of him as a member of the Lost Generation who, in the late 1920s and 30s, was a household name in America. An adventurer and travel writer and occultist who smoked opium with princesses and drove an ambulance during World War I and flew a four-seater Farman from Paris to Timbuktu. He rode the Arabian Desert with Bedouin horse thieves and was friendly with Aldous Huxley and John Cocteau and Sinclair Lewis and Thomas Mann. When he returned from his reporting trips, crowds of journalists would greet him on the tarmac, eager to report the details of his journeys. Gertrude Stein wrote about him. He tasted human flesh. He introduced zombies to America. And yet, no one remembers him now. Not even, it turns out, in the town where he was born and raised. There are no first edition copies of Seabrook's half-dozen books behind glass in the Westminster Branch Library, no National Register plaque besides the door to his gingerbread house on East Green Street, at the Historical Society of Carroll County in downtown Westminster, an elderly woman at the front desk tells me she has never heard of Seabrook, then sends me down to the basement to dig through their archives. There's no record of him there, either. In the hometown of William Seabrook, without whom we would not have The Walking Dead or Night of the Living Dead or Dawn of the Dead or Shaun of the Dead, nobody knows who he is. And yet, the reason that zombies shuffle through every corner of our popular culture is because in 1928, on the desolate Haitian island of Laganav, William Seabrook came face to face with one. 